What's up, you guys? I'm Anya. And I'm Kylie. And this is Two Degrees Hotter, the postgrad podcast where we get real about life after college every Tuesday. Hello, everyone, and happy Tuesday. Welcome back to another episode of Two Degrees Hotter. My name is Kylie, and I am here without my co host, Anya, doing a solo episode this week. Anya has had a crazy week at work, so I am here, and it's October, besties. Happy October, happy spooky season officially, and a happy birthday month to me. And in light of my birthday or in celebration of my birthday, I thought that for my solo episode, I could do a 24 habits I want to establish at 24. So I'm turning 24 on October 14th. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, it's been a tough year. I'll get into it a little bit more. But I wanted to do something, you know, kind of in honor of my birthday when I decided to do a solo episode for this week. And I was trying to figure out, we did an episode last year on 23 lessons we learned in 23 years, and I didn't want to do something just like that and be really repetitive. So Anya actually came up with the idea of, well, what if you set aside like habits that you want to form in this year? And I thought it was a brilliant idea. So here I am doing it. But before we get into the episode, I first want to remind you guys to rate us on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars over there. It really helps us out, helps boost the algorithm so that people who will enjoy our show will see it and be able to listen. If you haven't done that yet, please head over there. But with that, let's move into our segments. So normally with our segments, we do a weekend review and our favorites. I'm actually going to flip them and do my favorite first and then do my weekend review just because I think my weekend review kind of like flows into the episode topic a little bit more. So, you know, for the sake of continuity and smooth transitions, I'm just going to do it that way. So starting with my favorite, this past weekend, I got to go see Dear Evan Hansen with one of my best friends. I saw the movie, I should say. Um, So we actually went to a movie theater. I don't think I've been to a movie theater in years. <laughs> like it's it definitely before COVID, but I think like even a year or so before COVID was the last time that I went to the movies. I want to say it was to see Avengers Endgame was the last time that I went to the movies. So it's been a while, um, but I really wanted to see this movie. I've never seen the musical. I've listened to the soundtrack. I'm a huge musical theater nerd um, and I've listened to the soundtrack a ton and I know it's just like a really well-respected story and musical on Broadway. And so I definitely wanted to see the movie and it's an emotional one. Like I considered seeing it by myself just because I didn't have anyone near me who I knew would want to see it. But when my friend Emily told me that she wanted to see it, I drove out to her so we could see it together. And I'm glad I saw it with someone because it's a tearjerker. It's very sad. It's a really sad story. A really like happy and hopeful story too, but it's definitely like a tough story to get through. So I'm glad that we had each other. So yeah, so I'm making that my favorite this week. I really liked it. I recommend if you feel safe going to the movie theater, we wore our masks and stuff. So it was all good. And movies are, <laughs> movie theaters are honestly dead these days. I feel like it's a good indoor activity. It was literally me and my friend and then one other guy in the theater. So we were able to like sit really far away from him and like he had his mask on the whole time. So felt very safe, but definitely, definitely recommend going to see Dear Evan Hansel Melton theaters. And yeah, hopefully one day I'll see the show on Broadway too and can like do a comparison. Cause I know based off the soundtrack that like they definitely made some changes, but 
I feel like I'm not educated enough to speak on them since I haven't seen the actual show. So if you have seen the show, DM me and let me know how it differs with the movie because I'm always curious about stuff like that. So yeah, that's my favorite this week. Let's head into my week in review. So for my week in review, guys, I'm just so excited. It's October. For those of you that don't know, I like to say that the burrs are my favorite time of year. So September, October, November, and December. This is my like favorite four month stretch. And as some of you may know, I just had a really tough September for some personal reasons. I don't really want to get into it on the podcast, but it's just been a really tough month for me. But I'm finally, when I'm recording this, it's the end of September and I'm finally feeling a little bit better, a little bit more optimistic and hopeful and just like ready for a fresh start. I think when you kind of go through down periods and like funks, I guess, it's hard to like feel very hopeful. You just feel like stuck and sad and like, oh, is anything ever going to like make this better? But I'm feeling on the up and up. I'm looking at October as like a fresh start. Like I said, it's my birthday month. I'm not letting anyone rain on my parade on my birthday month or in my birthday month. So I'm just treating it as a fresh start. And I think having this episode and having, you know, the accountability of saying the goals that I want to set myself at 24 is going to be really helpful to me. And I honestly found this like episode as I was writing out the script and writing out my goals to be like very healing almost and very like hopeful. And I was like, you know what? Being completely transparent, 23 was just not a good year for me. Like it was easily the worst year of my 20s. I don't want to say the worst year of my life. I feel like that's a really big statement, but it was definitely the worst year of my 20s so far. And that's okay. I mean, that's life. It comes in ups and downs, but I think I face just like a lot of challenges. I know I've shared some of them here, others I've kept more private to myself, but it was just, it really was like a down, you know, peaks and valleys in life. I was in a valley this past year. So I think for my 24th year, I just really want to be like selfish and really like focus on growing as a person, be selfish and like taking care of myself, loving myself, and just like harnessing more positive vibes for myself and forcing myself out of the valley into a peak. Because I think I deserve it. I think I went through, you know, a lot of stuff and I learned a lot this past year. No doubt about that. Like I've learned so much about myself and what I want and what I don't want out of life in this past year and I wouldn't trade it for the world. But I'm ready to have like my year and like a year of just like focusing on me and like doing the things that make me happy and taking care of myself, taking care of my body, taking care of my mental health and just like taking it all really seriously and like not being afraid to be selfish with that and selfish in the pursuit of taking care of myself and building a life for myself that I want to live. So that is the premise of this episode, I guess. So with that, I will just jump right into the first habit. I guess these are like habits and and just like goals for myself. I don't know. I'm gonna, let's see how this episode goes and I'll decide how I want to like frame all of this, but I'm thinking for now, I'm gonna frame them more as like habits I wanna form for myself. If you know anything about our show, you know Anya and I really prioritize our health, sustainability, and building a community around the things that young women go through. That's why we feel so lucky to have met and interviewed Katie Diosti in 2020, a Gen Z entrepreneur, overall badass, and founder of Viv for Your V, who we are so proud to partner with on this episode. Viv is an earth-friendly period care subscription brand created to bring sustainable and clean products to the hands of menstruators. Something crazy that I personally didn't know is that the average menstrual pad is equal to about four plastic bags and can take up to 800 years to break down. Yeah, and this is a big deal because a menstruator can use 
use anywhere from 5,000 and 15,000 disposable period care products in their cycle's lifetime. And at any time, 800 million menstruators are on their period right now. That's why we feel really great about using Viv's bamboo-based products. Bamboo uses a quarter the amount of water, less land and fertilizers, and is naturally hypoallergenic, breathable, and actually more absorbent than cotton. It's so crazy to know that with every Viv box, you can save 643 pounds of CO2, 607 gallons of water, and 48 plastic bags from entering a landfill. Another problem that Viv is solving for is access to products when you need them the most. I think we can all relate to having that oh shit moment and realizing you're going to have to make a CVS run on top of all the things you're already dealing with. With their subscription-based model, it's so easy to choose how often you want your products delivered and have them on hand so you can conquer more. They have products for every type of period, from pads and liners to tampons and even menstrual cups. Viv totally converted me to a cup user. I love that it's zero waste, reusable, and lasts up to 10 years. Plus, the ring on their cup is a total game changer. You guys have to try it. We personally feel amazing about the way we're treating our bodies, the planet, and supporting a clean, sustainable, and women and minority-owned business all at the same time. Use the code and the link in our bio to shop the Viv website with 20% off, and definitely check out our episode with Katie to learn even more. And now, hotties, back to the episode. Hi, everyone. Editing Kylie here. So I talked about one of my goals in this episode being to take my social media more seriously, and I talked about how I wanted to start a separate account for more fashion lifestyle content called styleby.kai. Since recording, I decided to rebrand the account that I already have. So now it is styledby.kylie on there. And yeah, just thought I'd clarify that. Um, that concludes the shameless self-promo portion of our episode. So let's get back into it. Moving into the 24 habits that I want to establish in my 24th year on this beautiful earth, my very first habit is starting a 5.30 a.m. morning routine. I know that's kind of a doozy to start off with, but for those of you who listen to our How to Become a Morning Person episode, you know that I am a morning person. I wake up pretty much anytime between 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. every day, just naturally. Um, so it's not too crazy, at least for me, to want to wake up at 5.30 a.m. It's realistically only like a hour, half hour uh, earlier than what I'm doing right now. But I don't know. I just want to push myself and give myself that extra hour because I think right now my morning routine is very slow. It's focused on just like taking my time getting out of bed and making a nice breakfast for myself and getting ready and just like taking it slow, taking it easy before I start my work day. And I do wonder if I had a little bit more time before I logged on to work, you know, a half hour, hour, more time, and was able to, you know, check a few things off of my to-do list, if that would kind of reframe my day. Like, I I don't know. I feel like you always feel really accomplished when you can get stuff done, like, before work, first thing in the morning. Um, and I want to make sure that in this year, I, like, start every day on the right foot if that makes sense just like maximize the chances of having a good day i think i'm gonna try to push myself to do that i am probably gonna implement what we talked about in our morning person episode where i'm just gonna start waking up 15 minutes earlier so today for example i woke up around 6 30 so tomorrow i might set my alarm for 6 15 6 the next day so on and so forth 5 30 is the number that i'm at right now maybe i'll scale it back to five but i figured we'll start at 5 30 see how it goes and go from there so the second habit i want to establish in my 24th year is moving my body every 
day and getting stronger. So I will say that I've been really good about moving my body in this past year. I go for walks every day during lunch and most days after work. So I've been walking a ton and like really getting up and moving. It's been a very healing practice for me to just like pop my AirPods in, listen to a podcast or listen to some music that I've been loving and just like walk and sort of clear my head. But I do want to challenge myself to do workouts that like focus on building strength. I think for a really long time, especially growing up, I saw exercise as a tool for weight loss. And as I grew up, I realized that it, it doesn't have to be about weight loss. It doesn't have to be about like sweating buckets and getting your heart rate up to like max heart rate or, you know, things like that. Moving your body is moving your body. It's good for you. You should do it every single day. But I do think I want to like focus on just like feeling stronger and better in my body and not even necessarily like from an appearance standpoint. Like I don't really care if I look super muscular. I just want to like be able to like lift a box <laughs> and like not be out of breath and things like that. So I'm definitely going to look into like, I don't know, workouts that focus on like how you feel as opposed to like aesthetics and things like that. Not that there's anything wrong with, you know, focusing on the aesthetic aspect of it as long as you're doing it in a healthy way. Uh, so I'm definitely going to check out, I think, Movement and Mindset with Jane, who we had on the show a while back, if I'm remembering correctly. It's been a wild month, so I could be remembering it correctly. <laughs> but hers is very focused on like feel good fitness and like more so how you feel after your workout than like how you look or anything like that. So I'm going to check her out. Keep you guys updated on what works for me. So my third habit is to adopt a more plant-based slash whole food diet. So truthfully, this is something that I go back and forth on a bit because I do believe that food is more than just fuel. Like I think for a really long time, I looked at food as either good or bad in the sense of, you know, vegetables are good and Oreos and chocolate and dessert are bad. And I don't necessarily feel that way about food anymore. I don't see food as just like a vehicle of nutrients. It is a vehicle of nutrients and you should get nutrients through food, but you shouldn't categorize food into good or bad and it can serve a lot of purposes. It serves a social purpose and a mood purpose and all of that. And so restricting yourself just I feel like always is a slippery slope for things like yo-yo dieting which aren't super healthy for you in the end. So I do go back and forth on like establishing a more restrictive diet but I've also been vegetarian for five years now and you know any vegetarians out there know especially in like an eating out setting or just in general a lot of the times when you're eating vegetarian you end up eating vegan I'm definitely not like vegan or plant-based by any means right now but I do eat probably more than the average person a good amount of meals and snacks and things like that that are completely plant-based and so I feel like if I focus on just like whole foods and the nutrient aspect of things 80% of the time, but no, don't be too strict about it and, you know, allow myself to go out with friends and order takeout with my family or just like have the Oreos if that's what sounds really good to me, even though Oreos are vegan, but I think you guys know what I mean. And just like be more conscious of what I eat and like taking care of my body in that aspect. That's definitely a habit I want to form. So I will definitely keep you guys posted on all of this, whether I find it works. If I find that I am being like way too restrictive and borderline unhealthy in the mindset that I'm using, then I'm just going to scratch this and go back to sort of just eating a vegetarian diet um, and a more like intuitive eating style. But I do want to try to eat more plant-based. So I'm putting it out there in the universe. We'll see what happens. So the fourth habit that I want to form is daily affirmations. I feel like affirmations are all over my TikTok for you page. That's kind of what inspired this. But I really want 24 to be my year of confidence, of having faith in myself, in believing in myself, and 
like actually believing that to my core, not just sort of like faking it till I make it, if that makes sense. And I think the best way to start that is daily affirmations and saving a ton of the TikToks that have come up on my For You page will probably just generate a list of ones that, you know, feel right for me. And I do have a mirror in my room. So I feel like every morning, if I can just get myself out of bed, sit in front of the mirror and, you know, look myself in the eye and say those affirmations, it's just a great like foot to start your day on. And yeah, a, a really good thing to add to my morning routine. I think anyone who listens to this podcast knows that Anya and I are a bit woo-woo. We believe in manifestation and astrology and all of that stuff. So I definitely am someone who believes that affirmations can work in both like a confidence boosting way and in like a manifestation way. So I'm going to try to do both. But yeah, I'll keep you guys updated on the things that I'm able to manifest and the confidence I'm able to muster through these affirmations. So the fifth habit I want to form is reading 30 minutes every single night. So I have been reading a lot more than I did, especially in school. I was an English major, so I had to read a lot for all of my classes. And then in law school, it's same game tons of reading. And so obviously when you do a lot of reading for work, you don't want to read in your free time. But now that I am working and not reading as much for, you know, my day-to-day tasks, I have definitely gotten back into reading, but I am in a habit right now where I'll start a book and, you know, I'll read for 30 minutes a day the first like two days, and then I'll get like into the book and get really sucked in. And then every free minute that I have, I end up reading. And I binge the book and I finish it in like a day or two. And then I'll go a couple of days without reading anything until that sort of like cycle continues. And I just want to be a bit more consistent with my reading, especially because I do have, you know, a giant bookshelf that has a fair amount of books on it that I want to read. And I think it would really help me like read a lot of different books and a lot of different um genres if I could just get in the habit of reading 30 minutes minimum every day. I'm sure I'm going to binge books that, you know, really suck me in. I I like the escapism of books. I think it can be really healing and a really great self-care practice when you just kind of need to escape your own reality for a couple of hours, but I do want to make sure that I'm reading every single day. So the next habit, the sixth habit, is cooking one new recipe a week. So this kind of goes hand in hand with, you know, adopting a more plant-based and whole food um, lifestyle. I know this is a goal that Anya had set for herself and that she had been loving. I know her boyfriend is, you know, really into cooking and things like that. So they've been a good tag team in that sense. But I do think that like eating more like healthy recipes, plant-based and whole food recipes will be easy if I allow myself to sort of experiment and try new recipes. I mean, that's the easiest way to eat healthy is to find, you know, healthy nutrient meals that you enjoy, that you find easy to cook, or at least you know, the preparation is in line with your lifestyle and that you genuinely enjoy eating. And the only way to do that is through testing out new recipes and finding ones that work for you. So I will definitely keep you guys updated if I find any really great recipes. I'll feature them in a favorites on our show. But yeah, I'm really excited to just like build up my arsenal of go-to recipes. So the seventh habit and goal that I have for myself is to go on more dates and put myself out there more. So I would say that, you know, obviously the pandemic hit and I really didn't want to see anyone. We were all in lockdown and, you know, seeing only the people in our immediate household. But even when things, you know, opened up and I started to see people more, I just remember feeling like I didn't want to prioritize dating because I hadn't seen my friends and some family and like people who had been in my life for a really long time that I really cared about. I hadn't seen in months. And so I didn't want to just automatically extend my bubble too wide. I mean, I was very cautious during the peak of the pandemic, but I I wanted to prioritize seeing my friends and my family that I hadn't been able to see 
over dating. So I kind of just like put it on the back burner and then law school happened and I barely had time for those same friends, let alone like going on any sort of dates whatsoever. And then I dropped out of law school and then I was job hunting. And now I'm finally at a point where like I have a full-time job. I, you know, have my living situation figured out for now. And I'm kind of like plateauing and like the chaos, it's all starting to mellow out a little bit. So I think that in my 24th year, I can like focus on this aspect. And what's the TikTok affirmation? The person I am seeking is also seeking me. Is that what it is? I think that I... I'm putting that out there. I think 24 is the year that the person that I'm seeking is also seeking me and that I will cross paths with them. And I'll definitely share any fun stories on the podcast because I love hearing that stuff. So the eighth habit that I want to establish is saving aggressively. When I was living at home before, I was really great at doing this and just like putting the majority of my paycheck into my savings because obviously when you live at home, you don't have your own expenses, which is super helpful, or at least in my home, I don't have my own expenses. I'm very lucky. So I do want to get back into that habit since I'm back home, really take advantage of the fact that, you know, my parents are generous enough to cover things like utilities and groceries and all of that and set all of that money aside and really build up my emergency fund. Uh, I've heard that you should have at least six months, if not a year's worth of expenses saved up because you just never know what's going to happen. I think if we've learned anything in the past couple years, you really just never know what's going to happen. And so I have a good amount saved up, but I definitely want to like save up as much as possible. I'm going to be really aggressive about it while I have the opportunity to. So the ninth habit I want to form is taking myself on more adventures. So I've always been someone who's like pretty comfortable doing things on my own. I mean, I'll like go shopping by myself and like not really care. I'll go to, I've been to the movies by myself, things like that. I'm not super like, oh, if I don't have anyone to do something with, I'm not going to do it. But I want to even like push myself further and just take myself on adventures. Like if a new, I don't know, vegan restaurant opens up and I don't have anyone to go with, it's like, screw it. I'm just going to go by myself because I want to check it out. And I shouldn't let the fact that like I don't have someone in this exact moment to do it with stop me from doing it. Or if I want to like check out a new walking trail or like see the foliage, I don't even know. I think you guys get what I'm saying. Like just if there's something that I want to do, just do it and take myself on that adventure, even if I don't have someone to do it with. Um, and lean into the independence and the comfortability that I have in doing things on my own. So the 10th habit that I want to establish is checking in with my friends and loved ones more. So I was actually on the phone with a friend the other day and I got emotional talking to her because I, like I said, I just had a really tough year this past year and all of my friends and my family were unbelievably supportive. Like I can't even begin to explain how supportive and I got emotional because I just, I feel so lucky. Like, I, I have no idea what I did to deserve the people that I have in my life, but I truly have the best people in my life and I don't know where I would be if I didn't have these people. And I just, I don't think I'll ever be able to thank them enough for the support and the love and the the care that they showed me over this past year. And so I think sort of as I focus on bettering myself, taking care of myself and just like harnessing more positive energy, positive vibes. Um, it sounds so woo-woo, but it's the vibes we're going for. As I focus on that, like really focusing that positivity towards them, extending that same support, that same love, that same grace over to them. And like, you know, the friends that I'm referring to, if you're listening, like you definitely know who you are. And I just, I hope that you feel as comfortable coming to me as I did coming to you. I hope you know how much I love you and that I support you no matter what. I'm here for you no matter what. And I just adore every single one of you. You're the best people 
that I could have ever asked for in my life. Anything I can do to extend that support and to be the shoulder that you need to cry on or the pep talk that you need before a big meeting or a date or whatever it is. Like, I just want to extend that support and that love back to my friends and family to show them how appreciative I am of their support over this past year and continue to do that for the rest of my life because I want these people in my life until I keel over because <laughs> they're just the best. Not to get all sappy on you guys, but that is definitely a, a high priority goal of mine this year. The next habit I want to form is limiting my screen time. <sighs> I blame the pandemic, I really do, but I've become very addicted to my phone. Um, I definitely start my day scrolling on TikTok and end my day scrolling on TikTok, so I need to stop that. That's where I'm hoping like reading <laughs> and like affirmations will help me not pick up my phone first thing in the morning. I'm going to start charging my phone across my room. It's just bad. TikTok really, the whole TikTok has on me, it has me in a chokehold. It really does. So I want to limit my screen time as much as possible in this next year. The 12th habit I want to forearm is learning how to invest money. So like I said, I do want to aggressively save, but I know that saving in the long term, you actually lose money because of inflation and all that stuff. Yada, yada, yada. I am nowhere near educated enough to speak on it. That's like the extent of my knowledge. So I do want to learn how to like invest some of the money that I'm saving uh, so that over time I do see that growth and it benefits me in the end. So again, one of those habits on this list that I've always wanted to do and know that I should do, but I just haven't had the tools to do it. And so the 24th year of my life is the year that I'm going to learn how to do it and give myself those tools so that I can sustain it throughout the rest of my life. The 13th habit I want to form is romanticizing my life in a healthy way. So I know that like the idea of romanticizing your life is a bit like controversial, especially with like social media and the idea of like things being a highlight reel and the, the ugly comparison that can happen when you don't even really know what's going on behind closed doors in someone's life. So I'm not like trying to like minimize how hard life can be at times and the struggles that I go through because obviously it is really hard and I don't want to like slip into any like toxic positivity. I think I am a realist, if anything, maybe a pessimist and I don't want to like do a complete 180 and like be optimistic to a fault if that makes sense. But I do think that when I think of romanticizing my life at least, I think of it as just like recognizing that there is more good than bad in any given like period in your life and just like learning to appreciate like the small moments in my day to day. Like to me romanticizing is just like recognizing how like pretty the street looks as you're driving down it on like a crisp fall day. You know what I mean? And just being like, wow, like look how pretty my town looks, you know, when the foliage is out and all that stuff. That's how I see romanticizing my life. Not necessarily being like, look at all these good things that are happening to me and everything's good and I'm all good and like nothing bad ever happens to me. That's not the goal here. It's just to like really take those small moments that kind of like take your breath away, but you don't really spend a lot of time on. You're just like, okay, cool. Really like harnessing those and like taking a moment to appreciate those moments and remind myself that there is always more good than bad in life is really like the goal here. So my 14th habit is to have a spa slash self-care day slash night a week, have one of them. I'm thinking Sundays, like leaning into like the whole Sunday reset thing, where it just kind of like 
pamper myself. I allow myself to maybe sleep in a little bit, make myself some good food, do some skin masks, a nice long shower, like all of that stuff and just sort of like get my R&R, recharge my social battery, like all of those good things. I am not necessarily bad at doing this. I'm just not consistent if that makes sense. And I want to kind of get in the habit of like having, you know, I'm using Sunday. I don't necessarily know if that's going to fit with like my lifestyle, but as of now, that's kind of the day that I think would work best for me. So forming that Sunday reset routine for myself um, and sort of like indulging in like the very aesthetic self-care practices once a week is a definite habit I want to form. So the 15th habit I want to form is eating more greens. I would say I'm not horrible when it comes to getting a daily veggie intake, especially being vegetarian. I think it makes it a lot easier, but I can definitely be better about getting my veggies in and like making sure that, you know, at least my lunch and dinner have a veggie in them. Um, so I think adding, I've been really into like smoothies recently and I feel like everyone and their mother knows this but if you don't adding your greens to your smoothie is the freaking move. I personally love spinach. I like spinach on its own too honestly but I add spinach into my smoothies and you just you can't taste it at all. Like you literally can't taste it and you're eating freaking two cups of spinach. Like that's awesome. So I definitely think I'm going to do that. I saw a recipe for like a pumpkin spice smoothie and I might add spinach to it because I really don't think you're going to be able to taste it but yeah just getting more greens, you know? For the 16th habit, this one's definitely actually more of a goal than a habit, but I want to decorate my space. I'm in my childhood bedroom again, and it is sort of lackluster in the decorations department, but I really want to invest in pieces that I know I will love for a long time, so that way when I move out again, I can bring them with me, but I can also use them to brighten up this space and personalize this space right now. I mean, I work from my bedroom, and my desk is situated in my bedroom, so it's the environment that I'm in the most, and I definitely want to prioritize just making the space a space that I want to be in, that feels like me, that feels like home and again it's stuff that I could then bring with me to my next apartment um, to make that space feel like home so it's definitely a goal of mine in my 24th year. My 17th habit is to practice intentional gratitude. I'm actually thinking of starting a gratitude journal and I might do this like right after my affirmations where I start just like listing out everything that I'm grateful for when I wake up in the morning. So I wake up, do my little affirmations, I'm in a good mood, I write down everything I'm grateful for and I'm just like beaming and like do it in like almost like a stream of consciousness way that like just allows me to like be genuinely grateful for the things that I have in my life and start my day off on that positive note again. It's all about just like starting the day on a positive note, both from like a mindset standpoint and a productivity standpoint so that I can like carry that with me throughout my days. The 18th habit that I want to establish is to learn how to do my hair, have like a hair care routine, and invest in a good haircut. So my hair is something that I have always just not really cared about in the sense of I do the bare minimum to take care of it. I'm the type of girl that like will just chop like 10 inches off my hair and like not really think twice about it. I don't style it in my day-to-day. -day. Literally right now I'm sitting here and I just, I don't even know if I brushed my hair today if I'm being honest. And I just will like throw it up in a claw clip if it's real bad. But I think this year I want to invest number one in a good haircut and one with like layers that like frame my face best and then do, I don't want to like dye my hair a different color from being honest, but I do want to get more like face framing and like complimentary highlights in my hair and then learn how to style it properly. Guys, I'm not gonna lie. I keep thinking about the Dyson Airwrap set. It's literally $500, but I'm just like, would I start doing my hair every day if I had this set? I don't know. 
I'm not going to order it. <laughs> I'm going to start by using the tools that I have at hand and just like focus on getting in the habit of like doing my hair every day, having sort of a hair care routine and like investing in it that way. And if I'm able to like maintain that habit, then maybe I'll look into treating myself. But yeah, I just want to learn how to style my hair properly so I feel like flawless every day. <laughs> so the 19th habit I want to form is consistently using my planner. I, first of all, I'm a physical planner gal. We talked about this in an episode a while back, but I am a physical planner type of bitch. And I was so good at using my planner in college and like just school in general. And I think I just haven't figured out a way to use it and adapt my planner to fit like my full-time work and podcast schedule. So I think I really want to invest some time in like figuring out the format that works best for me now that, you know, my to-do list and my day-to-day -day look a bit different than they did in school. So yeah, so that's sort of what I want to do. I want to invest some time in just really plan out my life. Obviously, like I've said a ton, it's felt really chaotic these past couple of months and I just want to like at least like have things planned out so my day-to-day -day doesn't feel so chaotic. So the 20th habit I want to form is taking social media more seriously. So a little confession, I have always wanted to dive into like the fashion lifestyle space on my own. Obviously we have this podcast and this has been so fun and I definitely want to invest more time and effort into this podcast because I definitely haven't been the best over this past year with everything going on and again now that things are mellowing out I want to make sure that I'm you know, pulling my weight and investing the time that this podcast deserves on my end. But I also want to sort of allow myself to chase this dream of like having sort of my own digital brand and like leaning into my love of fashion and like lifestyle content and doing it myself and just like, I don't know, using it as a like a personal creative outlet and a place for accountability as far as like my confidence goes. And yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to do it because screw it. Why not? Why not? And actually, if all goes according to plan based on my planner, when this episode comes out, I will have launched my like personal Instagram account. I'm not using my like actual personal Instagram account just because, you know, it's the season of fresh starts for me and I kind of wanted to just start from scratch. So if you're interested in more like fashion lifestyle content, then head over to styledby.kai on Instagram. I should have stuff up there. This is me holding myself accountable. There should be content there. Um, and I will link it in the description below and I would just love for you guys to join me over there. But yeah, wish me luck. I'm definitely scared, but you know, you never know if you don't try besties. The 21st habit that I want to establish in my 24th year is to set aside time every day to do nothing. So I think as I was making this list, I realized that like I was adding a lot of time to my day or like adding a lot of, I don't want to say tasks, but like kind of tasks and the things that I wanted to do in my day. And I know with doing that, it can, you know, lead to burnout really quick and it sounds kind of ridiculous when you're like well saying affirmations and journaling and things like that shouldn't burn you out but like if you're not used to filling your day with like more intentional practices I feel like it can lead to burnout sometimes so I think sort of being proactive and just knowing myself I want to set aside time every day to do nothing um, I want to live a routine and meaningful day each day but I also think it's just important to like veg out and watch Netflix watch YouTube scroll on TikTok whatever Whatever it is that you like to do when you veg out, like I just think it's important to set aside time for that, even if it's just 15, 30 minutes of scrolling on TikTok after you log off of work, like 
take that time to do nothing you know you don't need to be productive 24 7 and you deserve just like like head empty no thoughts time in your day the 22nd habit that i want to form for myself is writing down one goal for each day so obviously if i'm using my planner more often you know i'm going to be making to-do lists and things like that and those in and of themselves are goals but i more so want to like set like a like high level main goal for the day i guess maybe the better word is like an intention for the day even if it's something as simple as like smile as much as you can today or today's about cleaning your room like that if you get nothing else done you clean your room today just something like that because I think I want to recognize that like yes I want to live a, a primarily productive life but some days like you just don't want to be an adult like you don't want to do things you don't want to complete every item on your to-do list you kind of just want to veg out so I think a way to lean into that and like listen to your body in that sense while also like not feeling like a complete I don't know what the word I'm looking for is just like without feeling lazy I guess is like what is the one thing like nothing else gets done today I want to post on the podcast Instagram like it doesn't need to be anything crazy but I want that like one goal like this has to happen today if everything else falls to the wayside that's a-okay just get this one thing done and you're good. The 23rd habit that I want to form, this one's really funny. I should have put this earlier because it's just not that deep, <laughs> but it's to floss every day. Guys, I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't floss every day. I just don't do it. My dentist does yell at me every single time. I'm of the belief that most people don't floss every day. And if you're going to come in my DMs and be like, yep, I floss every single day, I don't believe you. But allegedly, according to my dentist, it's important. I feel like that's a very adult thing to be like, yeah, I floss every day. Like, it's a good way to just like trick yourself into being like, yeah, like I have, I have my shit together. Like I floss every day. So it, maybe it is just like a little fake it till I make it tactic, but it's something I want to do, especially as you guys know, I did have a root canal done. I won't get into the nitty gritties of it because I know that can be triggering for some people, but I did have a root canal done. It wasn't necessarily because of like poor dental hygiene habits. It actually wasn't because of poor dental hygiene habits at all. But it was one of those moments where I'm like, oh, my teeth really could give out at me at any time. I might as well like floss every single day. So that's a habit. Holding myself accountable, I'm going to do it. And then the 24th habit, the 24th goal, the grand finale is to just love myself like I said, I want this year to be, you know, all about selfishly taking care of myself and just giving myself the love that I deserve so that it does become a habit and become something that I can carry with me throughout the rest of my 24th year and beyond throughout the rest of my life, really. And that's a goal with all of these habits. Like, I really do want them to be, like, long-term sustainable practices in my life that I establish in the 24th year of my life and then carry with me for the rest of my life or at the very least while they still fit my current lifestyle. And yeah, so I just, I want to love myself. I want to give myself that feeling and just remind myself that I am worthy of love and I'm worthy of care and I'm worthy of going after the things that I want in life and creating the life for myself that I want. So those are the 24 habits. I feel like I've been talking for freaking ever. I hope that this episode was enjoyable for you guys. I hope it sparked, you know, a motivation to sort of revamp your own daily routine and create habits to better yourself. I hope that it inspires you guys to just love yourselves as well because you are just as deserving of loving yourself um, and caring for yourself as I am. And yeah, that is it. And I will definitely be sure to keep you guys posted on how these habits go and like 
sort of check in with you guys on what's working, what's not working, and all of that. So thank you so much for listening. Um, you can head to the description of this episode to check out our podcast Instagram. You can leave us an anonymous suggestion in our suggestion box for any episode ideas that you want to see. Um, I will have Styled by Kai linked down below. So if you guys want to follow my little journey over there, I would really appreciate having any of you over there. And yeah, I will be back with Anya next Tuesday. So chat then. <music>